Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tamara Wright Show. I am your host, Tamara Wright. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode where I'm basically just going to get you caught up on what's been going on with me. Um, the aptly titled episode is, Where Have You Been? So I'll just get right into it. I'll be answering that question today and then also just giving an indication of where I see the future of this podcast going. And yeah, let's just jump right in. So it's been um, two months since I last recorded. And in that time, I have done a tiny little bit of traveling to visit family. I ended up getting stuck in Texas with that. Well, no, that's not, that's not accurate. I was in Texas during their blizzard. I wasn't stuck there because the entire time that I was there, I was supposed to be there, so I didn't get stuck, Um, but ended up taking a road trip out to Texas and got to experience their snowstorm. And so that was an adventure in and of itself and um, got back home and had taken some time to recover, had a lot of time to think, you know, when you have no power, or water, you have a lot of time to just think about life. And so when I got back home, I knew that there were going to be some changes that I wanted to make. Um, I've also adjusted and adapted my work schedule, our homeschool schedule, our home make my homemaking schedule, and um, started a garden, getting that all set and ready for this coming spring, starting my little cuttings and herbs, getting everything going. So it's been busy. And it's been a time, as I said, where I've just had a lot of time to think, a lot of time to reflect. I've been spending more time just focused on really narrowing down what my goals are and then trimming the fat, so to speak, for of the activities that don't contribute to me achieving that goal. And I think that's so important to do, especially as life is just continuing to change as we know it. The way we move and operate in the world is changing. It feels like weekly, if not daily in some situations. And you either adapt or you die. That's how I, that's how I see it is, you know, you adapt or die. And so I've been just taking the time to really adapt to the changes. And, and like I said, just really cutting things out that don't serve what my ultimate goals are. And that included for a time, this podcast, you know, just taking it and putting it on the shelf for a minute while I figured out where I wanted to be, where I saw myself, and how I wanted to spend my time. And I'm a pretty math-oriented person in that I like to just find the common denominator of things. And I know that on average, I have about 16 hours a day to accomplish my goals. And so I really do take that time seriously. And I want to make sure that I'm being the best wife I can be, the best mother I can be, the best me in general that I can be. And whenever there is something that I see that distracts or gets in the way of my goals, I move as quickly as possible 
to remove it. And so what all that thinking has led to is my developing a new mindset, which I'm calling for the time being, I'm calling it my wealth mindset because I really do want to increase my overall wealth in different categories of my life to include health, financial, um, social, and just in general, like wellness and relationships with other people and myself. And so as usual, I have a list (laughs) and I'm going to share that list with you guys. This is something that I wasn't sure that I wanted to share, but um, I'm going to. And if you find value in this list, then I'm happy and grateful for that. And hopefully you, um, yeah, benefit from, from just what I'm sharing. So Number one, the first step to developing this new mindset, this wealth mindset is dream, plan, do, repeat. Like those are my driving forces every day during the 16 hours that I'm awake is dream, plan, do, repeat. You know, whatever you end up doing, it starts with you thinking about it first or dreaming about it first. And That's where I have really enjoyed taking the time away from distracting activities to really just think about where I want to be in. And what I what I do is I just ask myself a series of questions. You know, what does success look like to me? What does a happy marriage look like to me? What does a good mother look like to me? And, you know, I envision those things and and then I start to okay plan what will it take to get there if I'm not already there and then take action do it you know and that actually leads into number two which is identify and avoid distractions now a distraction can be anything it can be a person place or thing (laughs) any noun (laughs) could be a distraction And once you have identified whatever it is that is distracting you from doing what you have planned in order to achieve what you dream, remove it, avoid it, eliminate those distractions from your life. And if you can't eliminate them entirely, then certainly do your best to reduce your contact with those distractions. Um, So that would be number two. Uh, Number three is be consistent. And this is super important because I am one of those people who, when I get an idea, I immediately jump on it. I go at it full force and it's all passion, you know, all at the beginning. And then slowly I trail off as this podcast is a perfect indication of that. Um, But even if you do end up falling off or um, being a little less involved than you had originally hoped, just get back on, you know, get back on track make the time, put the things on your schedule, and just be consistent, okay? Just continue to try and take those steps forward towards your goal. Number four is be patient. And that's another thing for me that is a challenge because I like to see results as soon as possible. But sometimes it takes time to see the results of your work, the fruits of your labor. And so just being patient is an essential part of being successful because a lot of times you could start something and it feel like it's not really moving. Or another one example is just investing in stocks. You know, if you invest in a stock at a at one price and for a few months it really isn't moving, 
all of a sudden, you know, a few months down the road, you could see a huge jump. And you might have been thinking about selling that stock just, you know, a day or a few weeks before, but then you see the fruit of your labor, like I said, after you've just been patient. So being patient is crucial. Uh, Number five is to be discreet. And the reason I say be discreet is simply because not everyone is on your team. And sometimes it's best to tell people about your goals after you've achieved them. Sometimes it's best not to include certain people in the discussion about your life at all and not let them know anything that you're doing, not let them know anything about your movements or where you're going to be and when you're going to be there and or or anything at all. Some people that are in your life are just meant for one particular purpose and that's it. They don't have to know all the details of events in your life that don't concern them. So, you know, the military term or, you know, something like that would be just needs to know. Not everybody is needs to know and not everybody needs to know your business and what you're doing. So just be discreet in your movements and and be cautious of who you are fully open with because not everyone, as I said, has your best interests at heart. And some people it's best to tell them about your ideas after you've achieved them or after you've completed them. So be discreet. Number six is to read more books. And honestly, this is probably my number one (laughs) because I am so passionate about reading and educating my kids about the importance of reading. I'm constantly preaching to them that readers are leaders and the answers are in a book somewhere. You know, we've we've lived long enough to where there's been millions of books written and so many thoughts expressed in different ways, in different languages. And if you're not reading, you can't be leading. It's just one of the like whenever you um, hear about any sort of leader in any kind of industry, whether it's a billionaire or just some successful business person, they almost always have a recommended reading list of books that they have found helpful and valuable to them getting where they are. And I don't think that's just coincidence. I mean, these are people with unlimited wealth that could do anything they wanted to with their time and they choose to read. So take that for what you will. Read more books across many different genres, across many different fields, and just broaden your knowledge, expand your vocabulary, take that time to just sit back and read, and you'll be amazed at where your life is in a few months. And then finally, number seven is to invest in growth-focused relationships by managing your team. And now in this situation, team is an acronym for time, energy, affection, and money. And you want to manage your team wisely. So for example, if I am wanting to invest in a friendship with someone, then I'm going to make sure that I'm managing my time that I spend with that person wisely, making sure that we are spending time together. If we're going to go out to eat or if we're going to just chat on the phone or text at a, on in regular intervals, I'm making sure to make time for that individual. I'm also making sure that I invest in growth-focused relationships by not investing my energy into draining situations by avoiding distractions. That goes back to number two. 
you know, same thing with your affection. Be very careful with who you let into your most inner circles. Not everyone is supposed to be there. Not everyone deserves to be close to you. And so that is something that you have to consider as you are thinking about growing and reaching your goals is who is just a drain on your energy, you know? And it's not mean or it's not... um, it's not negative to want to remove negativity from you. And if you are someone who has um, trouble saying no to people or invitations, then I would encourage you to spend some time with yourself and just ask yourself a, a series of questions like, why? Why does it bother you to say no? What do you think would happen or what's the worst that could happen when you say no? Do you feel like you would be hurting someone's feelings to say no? Okay, why does that person's feelings matter more than your energy and your, you know, you achieving your goal? So just sometimes asking and answering those questions for yourself, you end up getting to the, coming to the conclusion that actually I deserve to say no. Like I should be saying no to this so that I can preserve my energy and put it into reading books that are of interest to me. Or I, I should say no to that invitation to travel wherever so that I can spend some time working on my YouTube videos or my business that I'm planning to start. So, you know, you have a a finite amount of time each day. As I said, for me, that tends to be 16 hours because I do try to sleep for seven to eight hours a night just so that I'm fully rested for the next day. And so I have anywhere between 16 and 17 hours a day to spend. That's a, that's a limited amount of time to spend. And I had to tell myself I cannot keep giving 45 minutes to an hour to talk on the phone with people. And at the end of that conversation, I haven't learned anything. I sometimes don't feel better because that person has just been venting their frustration to me. And now I've lost an entire hour that I could have been spending on something else, whether it's just teaching my son how to read or um, reading about potential in stock that I want to invest in or mutual funds or something to that nature. Like that hour is gone and I, I spent it on a very draining, unproductive activity where at the end of it, I don't feel any better. The person that I was speaking to might feel better, but ultimately that has no, that adds no value to my life and not necessarily even adds to the value of the relationship if it's a draining one. So I would encourage you to strongly consider just doing an evaluation of the relationships in your life, which one of them, which of those relationships are focused on growth, which ones are stagnant, and which ones maybe are draining to you. And then ask yourself how much time you're devoting to each of those, you know, and making sure that the time you are devoting to those relationships is in alignment with what your ultimate goals are, your your dreams. You know, if your goal is to have a circle of friends that are like-minded in that they are pursuing similar dreams and goals to you, then be sure that you're investing time in those relationships and letting go of some of the ones that may not be as productive as they either once were, or maybe they never were. And you're just like, why are we still (laughs) hanging out? Or why, why do I still spend an hour or whatever talking with this person? So 
I know that all sounds like I'm thinking of someone in particular. I promise you I'm not. I'm just using it as an example because most people have friends, a lot of them, and they spend a lot of time with them, but they aren't, they aren't necessarily friendships that are beneficial. And I'm speaking actually kind of secondhand because, like I said, I, I'm not thinking of a particular person in my life, but I have spoken to people who are experiencing this in their life. And so I'm really thinking about someone else's friendships, not my own. But anyway... I want to uh, leave you with this quote, and it's from Aristotle, or it's attributed to Aristotle, so hopefully it's correct. And the quote is, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is not an act, but a habit. Let me repeat that. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is not an act, but a habit. And essentially, these seven steps that I've just shared with you are going to have to become part of a habit for you in that you're going to have to consistently do them in order to achieve success and achieve excellence, the excellence that you're striving for. And I don't want this to come off as everything is all about productivity and and achieving a certain level or a certain lifestyle or a certain dollar amount. This is truly just what you want. So whatever you want in life, whatever your dreams are, just make sure that you have a, a dream, a plan, and you're taking action. That's number one, dream, plan, do, repeat. Number two, identify and avoid distractions. Distractions are the opposite of your goal. They are what's going to get in the way of it, what's going to take your energy from what your goals are, okay? Identify and avoid those distractions. That's number two. Number three, be consistent Number four, be patient. Number five, be discreet. Number six, read more books. And number seven, invest in growth-focused relationships by managing your time, energy, affection, and money wisely. That is my advice to you for today. That is where I have been. (laughs) That is the answer to the question. I've been traveling, thinking, and developing my wealth mindset and focusing on where I want to go in the future. So I appreciate you clicking on this video and spending this time with me. I hope that it was productive and inspirational for you as it was for me. And I will just catch you in the next one, in the next episode. Thanks again for clicking and I'll see you guys next time. Bye. (laughs) 